Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Why Not Us podcast, NFL edition. My name is Adam Glick, joined, as always, by Josh Spaeth and Mason Gross. We have a full slate of NFL playoffs to get talking about today as the divisional round is set to begin tomorrow on Saturday, January 22nd. I'm sure I am as excited just as the two of you are. So it's Friday afternoon. How are we feeling? We've got the best weekend of football in the year coming up. Four elite games. Everyone should be close, and it's going to be a great time to watch. Yeah, very excited. I know we'll talk about wildcard weekend a little bit. That was a nice long weekend of games that we could all appreciate, but most of them were not super close with the exception of the Vegas Cincy game was kind of down to the wire as well as the really interesting end of the Niners and Cowboys game. We'll talk about those, but for the most part, the top seeds that we thought were going to do well, absolutely mashed. You had some not backdoor covers, but definitely some late points that made things seem a little bit closer. We will not have as much of that this weekend, if that's so bold of a prediction, but it'll be very exciting. Yeah. And I think all four games will be extremely close. That is indicative of the lines that we see. The biggest line of the four games is five and a half point spread with the number one seed playing the sixth seed. So I expect all four to be close. Should be a great weekend of football for sure. Josh, you brought up Cincinnati. So we'll start there. The divisional round, the Bengals and the Titans. Obviously, the Bengals coming off a win last weekend against the Raiders, 26 to 19, a game that was pretty close and not a lot of opportunities missed from the Raiders, just kicking a lot of field goals. They had that weird score of 19, but the offense for Cincy was obviously there. Joe Burrow had a very nice game and, you know, Jamar Chase does what Jamar Chase does nine for one sixteen. didn't even need a touchdown and the defense. They, they helped, they held their ground. They gave up a lot of yards, but they didn't give up touchdowns. And that was a big thing in the win. So they played Tennessee. How are we feeling about the Bengals possibly going into Tennessee and being the Titans? Honestly, it's not out of the question. Joe Burrow seemed very much so in his bag and just cool, calm, and collected. It was, you know, a seven-point game against Vegas, but I really didn't think it was that close of a game. Vegas just could not score once they get down there in the red zone. And since he kind of had the same problem finding the end zone here and there, but they were able to hold on. Defense definitely looked good. The main question that everybody has going into this game against Tennessee is what factor is brand new off the IR ready to go Derrick Henry going to have and we can talk about what that's going to look like speculate on how healthy he's going to be no one truly knows but what I do know is if he is fully functional and ready to go this Bengals defense is not going to be able to contain him during the year their rushing defense was giving up over 100 yards a game and you know, a team like this, they're going to feast on that. Ryan Tannehill, you know, had to really carry this team down the stretch a bit. They were working with Deonta Foreman, Dontrell Hilliard, who had some good games from time to time, but Tannehill definitely expected a lot more out of him because he doesn't have his man, Derrick Henry. He gets him back and this team is fresh off the bye. They totally are well-rested, ready to rock. They could come out and be the Titans team that we've seen this year. The team that beat the Chiefs by 24, the team that also beat the Niners a couple of weeks ago. They, they obviously have had some tough losses like to Houston, which you don't like to see as well as that disgusting loss to the Steelers. But I really think this offense will be back into motion. And I think their defense is pretty slept on. So Joe Burrow is going to have to pass a lot 
in this game. I think that there could be a, a good number of points scored. But if Derrick Henry goes for 140 and a touchdown or two, like we've seen him do in the playoffs, it's going to be very difficult to beat this Titans team. Yeah, and in order to win this game, the Bengals are going to have to sell out against the run, regardless of how well Derrick Henry performs. Because one of the low-key things that has brought the Bengals success on this little hot streak of theirs is the success of their secondary. Eli Apple has had a career resurgence with Cincinnati, and Mike Hilton has been a true shutdown corner for them. They've shut down pretty much all of the team's opposing wide receivers. Renfro and Zay Jones, they combined for only like 100 yards the past week. And then when Cincinnati beat the Chiefs, their leading receiver was McCole Hardman, who had one catch for 53 yards. And they really shut down Hill to only 40. So the strength of the Cincinnati team is their secondary. So that does not bode well for guys like A.J. Brown, um, Julio Jones, Nick Westbrook-Akine, whoever Tannehill is going to be throwing at. But if Derrick Henry gets going, that's not going to matter. Because like you said, Josh, the Cincinnati run defense leaves a lot to be desired. And if that proves to not get the job done against Henry, Burrow's going to have to have a career game like he's shown to be capable of. But in this setting at Tennessee, the first time the team has been in this position in over 30 years, I don't know if he'll be able to do it. So give me Tennessee in this game because I just trust Derrick Henry and the experience that Tennessee has. Yeah, and I probably would agree with that analysis. I think Tennessee is going to win this game, even though they're probably one of the most vulnerable one seeds that we've seen in recent memory in the NFL playoffs. I just can't see this young Cincinnati team going into Tennessee and winning. I mean, the spread's three and a half. I think it will be close, but we talk, you guys talked about it mainly, but the run defense, I don't know, even if he's not fully healthy, I don't know how they're going to stop him. And I just can't see Cincinnati scoring enough where I think they're going to have to score 30 to win this game. And I don't think they're going to do so. I think the Titans are going to win 31-24. I really like the over in this game. I know it's only 47 and a half, but I think Titans are a very good football team. They got the one seed for a reason. I know they're, as I said, they're vulnerable, but I don't see them losing this week. I just, of all four teams, honestly, I'm the most confident in Tennessee winning. Are you serious? Yes. Of that the four is a teams, bold prediction. Yeah, of the four teams playing this weekend, most confident in Tennessee. Interesting. I think it. I think it's going to be very interesting because the Titans have one of the best run defenses, and Joe Mixon has not been. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't perfect against the Vegas Raiders, but he's he only been had forty-eight a, yards. Yeah, he's been a top five running back this year. So. That just goes to the sheer volume he's gotten. He hasn't looked that impressive, honestly. They just kind of try to feed him the ball. Exactly. But my point is, you know, you're going to have to throw against this Titan secondary. It's going to be long third downs. It's going to be Joe Burrow having to make plays. And honestly, there's a, a gigantic case to be made that he's capable of doing that. I mean, we've seen him be honestly a top five, top 10 quarterback for most of at least the second half of the season. There's a lot of hype in Cincinnati right now. I do think this team is probably a couple of years away from being a Super Bowl contender, but I'm not ready to give them the AFC championship game. So I'll go with you guys. I like the Titans, but Adam, like you're that confident they're going to beat Cincy. This is what the the second smallest spread of all of them. Or I guess it's uh, right there with 
It's the third. Okay, but it's still three I mean, points. No, I know. I mean, they could easily lose, but I cursing them by saying that on this podcast. I know, maybe. So maybe take hammer some the Bengals. Sad. Yeah, hammer the Bengals. Listen, I hate the Bengals because they cost me Survivor this year. So I'm going to go mm. against them anytime I can. Uh, and okay. I'm still pissed about them not the Raiders not covering last week by one point. Oh, I, I missed that six. too. Yeah. So we'll see. Listen, I don't. I don't like to bet on young teams in the NFL playoffs. So. And I don't like to bet a lot on road teams either. So I like Tennessee in the spot. I think they'll prevail. And next week when we're on the podcast again, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but we'll see what happens. Let's move to the NFC divisional playoff night game on Saturday, the 49ers and the Packers. I know the spread is five and a half biggest of the four of them, but I have a sneaky suspicion. This game could be very, very close. I've been big on the, I was not big on the 49ers, but I was big on them winning last week. And they we all so. liked I them think last week. We all did, yes. Yeah. And they proved us right. And it was a great game against the Cowboys. Their defense was spectacular. They had a costly turnover that almost costed them the game against the Cowboys. But 23-17, you know, Elijah Mitchell, one of my favorite players in the league. I mean, what can this guy not do? 96 yards on the ground. They handed the ball to him 27 times as a rookie in the NFL playoffs on the road in Jerry's world against the Cowboys who can never win a playoff game to save their lives. It was amazing. It was an incredible sight to see. I hate the Cowboys so much. Can we talk about the Dak play? Yeah, we can. Yeah, I know we had to bring it up. So, yes, you can talk about that. So here's here's what I'll say. Everybody is like, wow, what a terrible play call. Yeah, it's very, it's really, really ballsy. Like we could all agree on yeah. that. You're, you got no timeouts. What you really have to do in that situation is I put, I put a little, I probably put like 15, 20% of the blame on Dak. Slide earlier. Realize yeah. where you are on the field. Slide earlier. Like you're going to have to be throwing for the end zone anyways. You don't have to get 20 yards. You can get 10 to 15 and that gets exactly. for a couple of seconds. And it's interesting that we're still talking about the 49ers because in a similar instance, except it was with a field goal, that's how the Niners lost to the Packers in week three. Not on that kind of a play, but it was a pass down the middle, middle of the field. Aaron Rodgers had to run up and spike the ball, and Mason Crosby kicked, I think, a 51-yarder to win the game at the buzzer by two in San Francisco in week three. And this is a rematch of that game. I'm just going to say this. People think Mike McCarthy should get fired. I'm not ready to do that yet. Yeah, it's only year two, right? For right, and they did. I just don't think he's a good coach. Yeah, that like, I agree got with. So much steam. Yeah. This is the best the defense has been in years since I remember watching the Dallas Cowboys. And you've got a great offense. Like, there's no reason that this team should put on a terrible performance against the 49ers. Like, we were talking about this team around like week yeah. eight as Super Bowl contenders, and you don't lose in the first round with that much talent. I'm sorry, McCarthy's got to go. Yeah, and I mean, there were a lot of things wrong with the, the Cowboys in that game. It seemed like their offense took a lot of time to get going, but the Niners found a way to make it close down the stretch with that interception, so you never know. But talk, let's talk about them with the Packers. Yeah. Mason, I want to I want to hear what you think about this Packers team against the Niners. Yeah, because we know you're not that high on them. Yeah. I'm really not. The Packers on paper should have everything they need to make the Super Bowl and even win it. But – I just, there's a sneaky suspicion I've had with this team that I've kind of had all year that they're not going to really be able to make a run. 
Maybe they'll be able to beat San Francisco at home because they're more talented. They should. They're at home. It's going to be 10 degrees. Like everything is setting up in their favor for them to win this game. But this cold weather, it might almost help San Francisco too. Because what that means is Garoppolo is going to be throwing less. And they're going to be using the strength of their team, which is feeding the rock to Elijah Mitchell. And Debo. Feeding the rock to Debo Samuel. And getting tricky with gimmicky plays to guys like Brandon IU, Kyle Juszczyk, Jawan Jennings. And not making Garoppolo throw the ball 25 yards downfield. If the 49ers are able to do this, stick to their game plan. And I don't remember who they had this game against where they just ran the ball every play on the first drive and they had like a 12 minute drive. Do you remember that game earlier in the season? Like a few weeks ago, the Niners, the Niners did this. They had like a 12 minute drive where they just kept running and converting every third down nickel and diming their way down the field. It might've been against Tennessee. Yeah, they had, they had an 11 play drive against Tennessee that resulted in a field goal, if that's what you're looking for. Um, no, it wasn't. You said it was 12 minutes long. Okay, so maybe that was it. But regardless, I know what you mean. And I, I do think that that'd be a good strategy. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of what I think they're going to do. They're going to chew up the clock and not let Aaron Rodgers pick them apart. If they could control the clock, I think if San Francisco has the ball for 35 or more minutes of this game, they win. Hmm. Anything under that, the Packers are going to win. But San Francisco is going to do everything in their power to keep it close. But I will say this. If the Packers get by San Francisco in this game, they're not making it to the Super Bowl because either Tampa Bay or L.A. is going to beat them. Wow. I'm going to hold you to that. But you like Green Bay to win, though? I I do like Green Bay to win this. I like a field goal. Okay, so they don't cover. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I don't think. I am the most confident that the Packers will win this weekend, not the Titans, the Packers. And, you know, they have the spread that says that as well. So it's kind of a cop out on my end, but I think the Packers are the best team in the league right now. So I'm going to support that looking at the box score between these two teams. I know I mentioned that, you know, Rogers went down 32 seconds, no timeouts. They had that long Mason Crosby field goal on Sunday night football week three. This game will be in Lambeau. So obviously there's that advantage that you mentioned, but the whole running attack is really something that San Francisco switched to around midseason, right around when they were dropping to the 500 range. They kind of turned it around in that game against the Rams on Monday Night Football, and we've seen that team since where they're getting Debo involved running the ball. Elijah Mitchell broke out. In this game against the Packers in Week 3, they didn't have that. Debo ran the ball twice. They didn't have good plays set up for him. Trey Sermon was the leading rusher, and he only had 31 yards on the ground. It was a lot more focused on Jimmy Garoppolo being able to throw the ball. They went to Kittle, Debo, and Ayuk a good amount, and that worked for them. They were able to keep up. You know, they got a cut. They got Trey Lance on like a read option from the one yard line. Different Niner team in Week Three than we have now, but I still think that plays into the favor of the Packers. The Packers this year, when they go against teams that have a good running game, yes, they've struggled a little bit more, but. You know what they haven't done all year? Lost at home. Only team in the league to go 8-0 at home this year. They've beaten a lot of good teams. Frankly, all of their losses, I can come up with some kind of an excuse, which I know is like, yeah, sure, you're just going out of your way to do that because you think they're a good team. Opening loss to the Saints, just a nightmare. 
They lose to the Chiefs and Jordan Love is their quarterback. They lost that barn burner to Minnesota. Minnesota's offense was just electric that game. They still scored 31. And then week 18 to the Lions, who gives? It's the last week of the season, right? So realistically, has there been a game, unless you could throw the Saints into that category, that we've seen this year where the Packers have gone out and tried their best and lost? Maybe, maybe not. And that's why I I think they're so strong. Their defense is going to be relentless on San Francisco. They are going to totally sell out against the run because they know that that's where they're going to focus their game. And I think that's going to be the major question. The Niners defense has the capability of stopping Aaron Rodgers, but A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones, one of the best rushing offenses in the NFL. If the Niners can successfully run in Lambeau, this game will be close. But something tells me that they're going to sell out against it They're going to make Jimmy G throw the ball in long third down situations. And that's a prime situation to pick them off. I like the Packers with the spread and I still like them to win the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, I'm kind of in between both of you. Honestly, I mean, the Packers on paper, at least probably the most talented, maybe second most talented in the league. They're soup. They've been incredible all year. They've had, only though one, in my opinion, one quality win at home this year, and that's the Rams. Every other win at home, they haven't really beat a great football team. And so they're going to get very, they're going to be very tested this week against the 49ers. I'm officially adopting the 49ers as the why not us team to root for. They're very <laughs> scrappy. They, they play very good fundamental football. And Mason talked about the time of possession. That is where the game will be won. The 49ers can play their football. They can maybe win this game, limit the possessions. When you're an underdog, what do you have to do? Give the ball less to the other team. Make it close at the end and then make your run. And I think the Niners can do this if it's a very defensive-minded game. And Elijah Mitchell will be running the ball at will, which will mean the clock will continue to run this entire game. But it's in Green Bay. They're the only community-owned team in the NFL and their crowd, that was a fun fact, by the way, their crowd is going to be, like, just incredible. I mean, it's Green Bay. What do, what do you do in Green Bay? You go to football games and you eat cheese. But this crowd's going to be electric, and it's going to be freezing cold. And I love the under in this game, and I like the Packers to win, but I don't like them to cover. I think the Niners will lose by three to four points. And it will be a very low scoring game. Give me 24 to 21 Green Bay, a little Niners and under teaser, a little spring. I was about to say, we did very well with our teaser last week on the pod. Niners and the under. I think that's great for a teaser. 11 and a half and 53. Yeah. Book it all day. But as Mason talked about, I don't like the Packers either to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, you want the recipe for success for the 49ers. It's week 10 against the Rams at home. This is how you stop a dynamic offense. The drive I was referring to was in the first quarter. Um, They started the ball at their own seven, San Francisco, with 13 minutes left in the quarter and scored a touchdown with two minutes left in the quarter where they just pounded the rock. Debo Samuel, Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson mixed in there. That is how you keep an explosive offense off the field, and that's how you control time of possession, and that's how San Francisco can win this game. It's a lot easier said than done, but that's the recipe for success. I think if it comes down to long third downs, 
that's going to be where the Packers can win this game. If they can force San Francisco into yes. long third downs, you force Jimmy Garoppolo to make a bad throw or two. That's how they get you. Go ahead, though. No, no, for sure. I think, though, something to think about, if this a lot has to happen, but the Niners have a window to make the Super Bowl, and this is what needs to happen. They have to win this week, and the Rams have to go to Tampa and win. Because what do the Niners do? They always beat the Rams every okay, single year. Eight times in the same year? They can. That doesn't matter. Trust me. They beat them every single game, and even that when they played the last week of the season. The whole time they were losing, I think it was 24 nothing at halftime. They find ways to win against the Rams. Some teams just have other teams' numbers, and I think the Niners have the Rams' number. So if they give them a third time matchup, give me the Niners to the Super Bowl. But I'm getting ahead of myself. That probably will not happen. <laughs> Wait, okay, real quick question. Yeah. Let's play, let's play your hypothetical fantasy land because I do want I to love see that. the Niners for yeah. a second. Of course, right? Let's not even say they go to the Super Bowl. Let's say they win this game in Lambeau. Yeah. If you're a GM, what the hell do you do with your quarterbacks next year? You just drafted you just drafted Trey Lance after trading away three first round picks to get him. And he's played in how many games this year? Like, what do you do? Do you just say goodbye to Jimmy Garoppolo? No, if the 49ers win this game, it's not gonna be because of Garoppolo. Yeah. It's gonna be in spite of him. Trey what Lance is plays, your future. What if he plays a really good game? That's a big what if. He really hasn't played a really good game I think he has as long as I can remember. I really think he has to play a good game in Lambeau for them to win. I mean, he can't play a mediocre game against the Packers. He needs to play like he did against L.A., where he was 15 for 19 and two touchdowns and just use the strength of your team. Sure. Okay. But regardless, what happens to Jimmy G next year? You trade him. You let him go. You re-sign him. You, tra- you trade Trey Lance. What do you guys think? It could be like an Alex Smith on the Chiefs situation. Where they got Mahomes? They trade him, yeah. They let Mahomes sit for a year, and they traded Alex Smith. Everyone was like, what is going on here? Alex Smith just led us to 11, 12, 13 wins, and now he's gone? But then you've got superstar world beater Mahomes. I don't know that Trey Lance is that, and the 49ers will evaluate how he does in the offseason. But there's always that potential. You know who should trade for Jimmy G? The Cleveland Browns. He's yeah, better than Baker. Huge upgrade. He's huge better than Baker. And I think anyone, a bag of sticks is better than Ma- Baker. <laughs> okay. he had, well, he, he's kind of a bag of sticks now. He just had his, his shoulder surgery. So yeah, it's exactly. not worth much. Yeah. But let's move on to the Sunday slate of games. I think these two. I think Sunday is just going to be phenomenal. These oh two my games God. are going to be so good. All four of these electric. games are so great. I know all of them are great, but Sunday, two amazing games. First, we'll start with the Rams and the Bucks in Tampa, two o'clock central time spread of two and a half over under 48 on NBC. Listen, I've been high on the Rams all year long. They've been my Super Bowl pick. They just absolutely destroyed the Cardinals. Never even close. Kyler Murray, maybe one foot tall, could not get over the (laughs) line. They, he looks terrible. He is horrible. I mean, it's my fault that because I had six? him on four of my fantasy teams. How about that but, pick six you threw? Yeah, that was a nice little pick six. Little whoop, but, here you go. Yeah. I really think the Rams can do this. Will they do this? I don't know. But they have the talent to do so. And I don't, I'll give it my prediction at the end, but I'll let you guys go. Can the Rams go into Tampa and win? I know it's Tom Brady and it's hard to bet against him, but – 
Can they do it? How many games in the playoffs has Matt Stafford won? One. One last week. One. How many wins does Tom Brady have in the playoffs? A lot. 35. That's all. Tampa is winning this game. That's your whole argument. Matt Stafford is not going on the road into Tampa Bay against the greatest player of all time and beating him. I'm sorry. The Rams, they looked incredible last week. They looked ridiculous. If they were that good, and recency bias is a thing, why are they three-point dogs? Why is it not one and a half like what we see with Buffalo and Kansas City? Why are they three-point dogs? I mean, Because you don't bet against Tom Brady at home in the playoffs. I'm sorry. The Buccaneers are winning this game, and they're going to do it by double digits. Double? Okay, wow. Double digits. It's not going to be close. That is the boldest thing. Not going to be close. I I also like Tampa. I mean, I I want – we talked about this, the whole world of the Rams. Well, actually, Mason, I believe you were the one that said the Rams are going to win zero playoff games or two. So you're taking – I did. I did. And I'm retracting that take right now because I didn't think they would win last week. But they're not beating Tampa back. (laughs) Okay, look. This Tampa team, with the exception of those two losses to the Saints, which talk about a team that just has your number, Tampa hasn't beaten the Saints in the regular season each of the last two years. Can't explain it. They also lost to Washington, who looked very good in that game, and to the Rams in week three. Common characteristic of the two NFC games is that in week three, they played each other. And I think this game will be the flip result because I like the Packers to win the second time against the Niners. I do think the Bucs will win this time. That game was in L.A., It seemed like the offense was just clicking. I think that this is less so a battle of Matt Stafford versus Brady, and it's more so a battle of Sean McVay and Brady. He was absolutely livid with how Super Bowl 51, yeah, Super Bowl 52, which one was the one they played? LA and the Patriots. I I don't know. It was 51 or 52. I think it's 52, but – that game was absolutely abysmal. No offense. I understand Jared Goff was their quarterback. and Matt Stafford, they went out and got this upgrade. We know about them going out and getting Odell, who's looked really good, looked great last week as well. A lot of pieces on their defense. And the Rams do have, on paper, an excellent team. They're trying to be that star-studded team that's got players all over that have big energy and are electric. I could easily see the Rams winning for three quarters of this game. But at the end of the day, how could I possibly bet against Brady at home during the playoffs? How could I do that? He's Tom Brady. He doesn't die. He's he's 44 years old. He's got a good offensive line. He has confirmed getting Leonard Fournette back this week. I know we said that he was going to get activated off the IR. He did get activated off the IR going into last week's game against the Eagles. They were confident enough that they said we're not going to play with him. Ronald Jones and Brashad Perriman will still be out. Doesn't matter. He's going to go to Mike Evans. He's going to use Fournette. He's going to go to Gronk. He's going to get to his guys, and the defense is just going to step up. They absolutely – I know the Rams destroyed the Cardinals. Don't look at 31-15 to and think that the Eagles had a chance against Tampa. They were so bad. It was 31-0 and then just two late touchdowns. Disgusting. Like the worst game by far over wildcard weekend because it was not close for a second. Not even a second. And this team is just too good. Bruce Arians is too smart of a coach. Tom Brady hasn't lost a playoff game since he played the Titans in the wild card round two years ago. This guy is just, he's, he's a robot. 
like, do I, do I like that he's this good? It's kind of annoying, but it's also pretty impressive. It's this team is, is incredible. They're very well-rounded. I know not having Godwin or Antonio Brown. See you later. That doesn't help, but Brady's got his pieces. I think this will likely be, I'm going to go out and say, this will be the best game of the four during the weekend. Give me the bucks to push three, or if it's two and a half, I think they'll win by a field goal. Okay. I'm going to go against the grain here. I have to continue what I've been saying all year. I think the Rams are going to win this game. Listen, I mean, the emergence last week of Cam Akers running the ball with him and Sony Michelle in that backfield gives them, gives the Rams another look on the offensive side of the ball. Stafford threw the ball 17 times and they just absolutely demolished them. What wins in the playoffs Defense. What do the Rams have? Incredible defense and an incredible front line. Brady's not that mobile. He's not Kyler Murray. You get pressure on him. He struggles. He doesn't have, he doesn't have all, Godwin is not playing. He's done. He's done. done. See you later, Godwin. When Brady doesn't have all his targets, all the weapons in front of him, he sometimes struggles. Listen, I don't know if he'll struggle. I think this game will be somewhat high scoring. But I like the Rams to do this. I know they don't have the experience with Stafford, but McVay wants revenge after a, however long the Super Bowl was, I think three years ago, our freshman year of college. But I really like the Rams to win this game. They've done it all year. They find ways to win. They, they're 12-5 and five for a reason. And I'm not going to take too much into what happened last week, but – they looked like a Super Bowl team last week, and I think they're going to continue that in Tampa. Will it be my downfall betting against Tom Brady? Yes. You're but, actually going to bet against him. Yeah, but somebody has to, right? Uh, I wonder what percentage of people have, have Rams right now. Not Rams. 59% of the public bet is on the Rams on the spread. and 78, 78 on the money line. What the what? What do you mean makes sense? People yeah, it makes sense because of how good they looked last week. And Brady doesn't have weapons. So did Tampa. Tampa looked incredible. They played nobody. Oh, what do you mean they played nobody? The Eagles are nobody. Oh. Jalen oh. Hurts is not a good quarterback. I'm sorry. Well, we've seen the Bucs win big games this year. They beat the Bills. They beat the Colts. Oh, yeah. They're a great team. Tom Brady's amazing. Beat the Cowboys. Ah. The, the first time they the, played oh, each was, other, Brady threw the ball 55 times, and they could and, not score at all. They had 24 points, but it was not 24. It was, yeah, because you know what they absolutely could not do? Run the ball. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. You think they're going to run the ball that, well this week? I have a feeling that they will figure it out this time around. Okay. Do you have, do you, can you really tell me that the Rams secondary is good enough to stop Brady? Doesn't, they, they don't need to stop him. They just need to contain him. Jeez, he threw for 432 yards in that game, and they still lost. Yeah. They were winning for a good amount of that game. I think the Rams scored a touchdown to end the first half. I remember Sean McVay was, like, absolutely, like, slapping the ass of every single one of his players, like, so excited that they were going into the half winning. Was it? Oh, you know, now I remember the statistic. The Week 18 game against the Niners that they lost and let the Niners into the playoffs. First halftime, yeah. First time Sean McVay was lose, was winning at the half and they lost. So, I, yeah, I said I think the Rams will be will be winning for three quarters. I, look, I, I I'm the kind of person I'm not like Mason. I'm not going to double down on my take and say the Bucks are going to win by double digits. I think the Bucks will win. 
because it's Brady. But if the Rams won, I would not be shocked. I'm just, I'm not going to bet against them. No, I'd be shocked. I understand. Listen, every week in the NFL playoffs, road team, at least one road team usually wins. And who do I like of the four? The Rams. And I think one will win. And I think it will be the Rams. We'll talk about the road team that I like next. I know. Yeah. So let's get to it. Chiefs and the Bills. God, Sunday's slate is unbelievable. Another amazing game. Another rematch that we saw earlier in the year between these teams. And another possible game where the team that lost in the regular season is probably and likely going to win in the postseason. Two points spread. Yeah. What? Two points. Very interesting. You would think the Chiefs spread would be much higher. I know, but region, you know, recency bias. Recency bias. I've been with Buffalo it all week. because of how much they killed New England. But I mean, listen, the spread still should be higher. The Chiefs and the Bills. It's in Kansas City. It's in Arrowhead. You have to. You would think it has to be at least three to four points, but it's two. It's one and a half. Whatever, for a reason. Does that mean Vegas knows something? Of course they do. What do, you, what do you mean does that mean Vegas knows something? They always know something. Listen, I think the Chiefs – I mean, I'll give my opinion at the end, but I think the Chiefs are going to win. But Vegas has got the best of me more times than not, and I think they might get the best of me again this weekend. Yeah, I mean, look, the Bills went to Arrowhead in week five, and they won by 18. I understand. That game was awesome. I understand the argument is going to be – that after the bye, the Chiefs completely turned it on. Their offense came back to life. Patrick Mahomes stopped throwing multiple picks in a game, and they looked like the regular Chiefs team that they would be. And I agree with you. And they showed that against Pittsburgh quarters two through four. But the Bills played the top defense, in my opinion, in the NFL last week. No, I understand. No, their defense was in shambles last week. They were dealing with all sorts of injuries. They were far cry from the top defense in the NFL. Fine, but they're a top defense in the NFL, a defense that really gave them trouble about seven or eight weeks ago that they then took care of business against a few weeks later. And then they did something very interesting. I'm pretty sure that both of you know this statistic by now. They did something that's never happened in the history of NFL playoffs, or I'm not sure how many times happened in the regular season. They had seven offensive drives. They scored seven touchdowns on those offensive drives. They did not punt. They did not turn the ball over. The only other thing they did was kneel to end the game. That is unbelievable. The last time they played the Patriots in the game that they won and scored, I think, 33 points, they had one missed field goal. That was the only empty drive they had. This offense we've talked about for a long time. And honestly, if I dial myself back to the beginning of the season, the Bills were my Super Bowl pick. And I, I don't know. They might still have it in them to make a Super Bowl run. This is going to be the major test. I think we can all agree, you know, as much as we think Cincinnati and Tennessee are great, I personally think the winner of this game comes out of the AFC. Maybe I'm wrong. You guys can correct me and go for Titans. But I, I think Josh Allen has just reached a new level. And Patrick Mahomes has the capability of being there. And we know that in the playoffs, especially at home, down the stretch, November, December, January of the season, he is extremely difficult to beat. But I'm going to look at week 17, in which the Chiefs, I know they were on the road, went to Cincinnati. They played a high-powered offense that got the better of them. I think the Bills are a prime example of the same kind of team that can do that. This game is going to be a nail-biter, extremely exciting. Everybody needs to be watching this game. 
if it's a blowout, I would be utterly shocked. That would be probably the biggest disappointment of the entire weekend. I know it's going to be close. I think it's going to be very high scoring. These teams are just going to go after each other on every single drive. Stephon Diggs, anytime touchdown, book it. Give me the bills. Okay. So <laughs> part of me wants to say Chiefs by a million because they're my Super Bowl pick. But it's Sunday night football. It's prime time. So things are going to get a little bit interesting. The Chiefs are going to win because they're at home. Their defense has come to life. Look what they did. I mean, I know it's Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh punted like seven straight times in that first half. It was unbelievable what I was seeing. But the reason Buffalo dominated the Chiefs in that early week five or whatever game, it's it's twofold. Number one, the Chiefs just continued to shoot themselves in the foot, whether it was penalties missed fourth downs, fumbling kickoffs, just stupid boneheaded mistakes that they haven't been making in weeks. So that's check. The second reason they got blown out is the big plays that Buffalo seemed to have on every single possession. Josh Allen was just showtime, like what we were accustomed to seeing with the Chiefs the past two seasons. The starting safety of that game, I believe, was Daniel Sorensen for the Chiefs, and he is, like, nowhere to be found now. He's terrible. He's gone. The Chiefs' defense has been so much better. This is a completely different Chiefs team than what we saw earlier in the season. This is the world-beating Super Bowl champion Chiefs that are going to be there once again. They're going to take care of business against Buffalo. It's going to be close, but I see the Chiefs winning by, like, a touchdown. Mason, yeah. who's the best win the Chiefs have had all year? Let's see. Best win Probably at the Chargers on Thursday night football in overtime or against the Cowboys at home. I don't count the Packers win because it was against Jordan Love. Yeah. Um, they looked impressive on the road against Vegas. They looked good at home <laughs> against Dallas. Yeah, they absolutely murdered. They dismantled Vegas, Vegas again. They beat the Chargers on the road, dismantled a hot Pittsburgh team twice. A hot Pittsburgh team. The Pittsburgh offense, I know you were saying, oh, wow, what a great impressive feat it is that they punted seven times. Pittsburgh should not have made the playoffs. Oh, no, they no. shouldn't have, but they no. still did, and they were a hot team. They dismantled them. They completely right. dismantled they, them. As they should. But my question is, you know, who their best win is. And I think it's probably at the Chargers, who I know didn't make the playoffs, unfortunately. That was a game that they almost lost and, frankly, should have on Thursday night football when it went to OT and they just – took over down the stretch of that game. I, I just, I have not seen, maybe this will be the week. Prove me okay. wrong. Tell Go me, ahead and prove let's me play wrong. that game. Let's play this game again. <laughs> Tell me Buffalo's best win since they're by. Since they're by? Why does it yeah. happen since they're by? Is that just like a rule you're making? They are, their best win of the season. I think their Is only incredible City? win of the season was at Kansas City in week five. That right. was October 10th. We are three right. months later. This is a different team. Look, the Bills, the Bills did a little thing that I personally, especially from like, let me just put my college basketball cap on right now. If I see a team struggle in like the third quarter of their season, and then in the fourth quarter, they look electric and they're like, they don't win their conference tournament though. You can't do that. I, I like them a lot in the tournament because they've come from their low. They're on the up, right? They had a stretch where they lost to the Jags. They lost to the Colts, they lost to the Pats, and they lost to the Bucks. Since that overtime loss to the Bucks, 
They have just pummeled everybody they've played. And I know Carolina, New England, New England, New England, New England isn't good. I'm sorry. They had that one great run. They're not good. They've never been good. They were losing at halftime to the Falcons at home, at home. They won by two touchdowns. It's fine. Look, this this Bills team is hot. They're ready. They also they were by three against the Jets in the fourth quarter. They won by 17. They lost to the Chiefs last year in the AFC title game. They beat the Chiefs this year in the regular season. You're telling me that they're not going to go out there? Do you guys see that video of Jordan Poyer, like, screaming profanity at his teammates, just getting them absolutely riled up, knowing that the Patriots are even more hyped up on the other sidelines, saying, we're going to go out there and beat the shit out of them? Yeah, that's what they did. They won by 30. This team has the piece. Kyron Matthews is going to be doing the same thing for the Chiefs. Great. Honey Badger <laughs> don't care. All right, Glick, who do you like? I mean, it's tough because I really want to take Buffalo. I hate the Chiefs. Um, take Buffalo. Come on, ride the way. It's hard for me to do so. I, He's I, just trying to jinx the Chiefs by taking them. We all know what's coming here. What do you mean, jinx the Chiefs? Well, first of all, <laughs> I don't. I'm not betting against the Chiefs. When they're at home, I said this a couple weeks ago. Give me a Chiefs road game in the playoffs. I think they lose, and I'm going to still stand by that. At Tennessee, play, you think they'll lose? If they play Tennessee next week, I'm going to pick Tennessee. Hmm. I, they okay. probably will. They'll probably be an underdog, Tennessee, even though they're at home. But I think you said this: the winner of this game is going to the Super Bowl. I agree. If it's Buffalo, not if it's not if it's Kansas City, but hmm. it's going to be high scoring. Gonna be a lot of points. Gonna be a really fun game, hopefully. But Patrick Mahomes and the, these Chiefs find ways to win most of the time, and especially at home. I think they're gonna do so. It's gonna be a great game. They're gonna have a game-winning drive. Whatever. Everyone's gonna go crazy. I'm gonna be sad, even though I'm gonna be betting on the Chiefs minus one and a half, minus two. Doesn't matter. But I just. Mason brought it up. Buffalo honestly hasn't impressed me a lot this season. They, they just, there's something off about them. I know they killed New England, but New England was in a free fall the last couple of weeks of the season. Go, and they got the sixth seed for a reason in the playoffs. But they haven't, Buffalo has not won the close games against quality teams. The Buccaneers lost to the Patriots earlier in the year, lost to the Colts. They lost a heartbreaker of the Titans. They are close. They're on the fringe. Can they get over the hump? No. I don't Let's think see it. they can. Let's see I it. hope so. I'm rooting for them, but I don't think they will. So give me the Chiefs winning and pushing a cover. They win by one or two points, and then I will be very mad. <laughs> can you imagine how crazy Vegas would be if on a two-point spread it pushed? Would be madness. That would be madness. As I've said, and Mason brought up, Sunday night, it's staged. <laughs> we know what's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be a great game. going to be some weird things. Chiefs are going to win. That's what the gods are intended to do, and that's what will happen. All right, so opinion. then let's, let's, let's roll this into, you know, that now we've seen the first round. We know the eight teams yeah. who we like to go long-term. So starting in the AFC with you, Adam, you mentioned – that if the Chiefs win, they're going to lose the Tennessee next week. So you have the Titans going to the Super Bowl. Yes, I do. Okay. And then the if NFC Buffalo, side. 
If Buffalo wins, I have Buffalo going Super Bowl. But I picked the Chiefs, so yes, I'll go with Tennessee. Okay, so you got Tennessee coming out of AFC, and then you like Rams over Packers in the NFC? <laughs> um, I really want to take the Rams to go to the Super Bowl. I, it would be amazing, but I can't. I, I, I don't know. Yes, you can. You can do anything you want. I know I can do anything I want. All I'm going to say is the winner of the Rams Bucks game will go to the Super Bowl. And you think, but you picked the Rams. Uh, yeah, I picked the Rams. So fine. Give me the Rams and a the Titans, Titans Super Bowl that no one is predicting on planet Earth. Okay. Well, Spotify will have your take recorded. So if you are the <laughs> one in a million that is correct about this combination, all the props to you. Mason? I think you know where I'm going with this. Rematch. I'm going with the two guys Rematch. on the two most talented teams who consistently get it done in the playoffs. Tom Brady and the Bucks, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They're the two most talented teams with playoff experience that know how to win big games. Hmm. And that's what it comes down to in January and February. So Chiefs in the AFC – Tampa and the NFC, and I'm sticking with it. So what I'm hearing is we are mutually writing off the Niners and the Bengals for making the playoffs, but between the three of us, we like the other six teams because I think it's going to be the Packers and the Bills, which is a completely different combo than either of you. There's no overlap. That's amazing. We all think separate things. We're all going to be terribly wrong when there's a Niners-Bengals Super Bowl this year. (laughs) And... No, I, in, in all honesty, I really do like Buffalo. I do think if Kansas City wins, they'll beat Tennessee. I know you've got this on-the-road thing that the Chiefs have. No. If you beat the Bills, the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. If you beat the Chiefs, the Bills are going to the Super Bowl. As much as I think the Titans are a really good team, at one point I said that I thought they were going to come out of the AFC. Walking back that statement, still really like the Packers. I think they're the most well-rounded team. And frankly, you know, if you look at the path of just – easiness to get to the Super Bowl. I think the Packers, you know, obviously the neither championship game is going to be an easy game. It's going to be an excellent game next week. But I think the Packers facing the Niners this week will be somewhat of a tune-up. I know y'all think that it might be a little closer. I think they'll be able to cover and it, it should be very interesting to follow down the stretch. It will be. It'll be a lot of fun. I mean, I'm not I'm a little, you know, heartbroken. I hate when football ends. It's one of the best sports on the planet, but it's been an incredible year. And hey, don't get have, so sad yet. We still have three weeks of play. I know, I know. We have three weeks of play. Four great games this weekend. I think they're all going to be outstanding, and I think all four have potential to be super close down the wire. And we could see some upsets. You never know. Uh, we'll see how all our predictions do. Hopefully mine is correct, but we'll see. For Mason, for Josh, for myself, Adam, thank you so much for joining us today. And we will see you next week to break down how our our predictions did. And if you're a betting man, bet the unders across the board this week in the NFL. Have a great day.